This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Alana Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Alana Enquirer publisher here. 2020 has been a tough year for many in the sports field in the United States. With no fans and far fewer games, workers and vendors at stadiums, media members, and game day staff have all been hit financially. But a local name has only seen his career take off during the last few months of this pandemic. During the last calendar year, Tim Sinclair, the public address announcer for Illinois basketball games, has added some high-profile gigs to his resume. He now is the Indiana Pacers PA announcer. He worked the NBA games in India, the NBA All-Star game in Chicago, and the Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis. This summer, he also earned assignments in the historic NBA bubble and the WNBA wubble. On Monday, he earned his highest profile gig yet, PA announcer for the NFL's Chicago Bears. Today, I talk with Tim Sinclair about his rising voice in the sports industry. That's next on the Online Enquirer podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Man, what a year it has been uh, for all of us, but uh, actually some good things happening. So let's focus on that, shall we? Uh, Tim Sinclair is joining us now, and he is now the Bears PA announcer. Tim, thanks for squeezing us in with all your travels, everything going on right now. Where are you right now? Uh, I am in the Tampa airport getting ready to leave the Wubble, as they're calling it, with the WNBA and head home for a week to do a couple of work things back in Champaign and Chicago. And then I will head back to Florida for a few weeks. You can hear the airport sound system behind me. Uh, but I'll head back to Florida for a couple of weeks to do more work in the Wubble before getting back for Bears opening day. That's, I mean, so much going on in your life right now, Tim. And, and I know you haven't seen your family in a long time. Just what, what has this all been like? You know, for having four months of nothing <laughs> with sports, uh, it really got got busy in a hurry. And I, I'm, I'm really fortunate and thankful to have the opportunity to work. You know, so many people in the sports industry just are, are simply without work temporarily. Some friends in the NBA have been laid off. And so for me to, to be able to, to work in the NBA bubble and the WNBA bubble and now to continue doing soccer and add football to the mix. Um, uh, I'm just incredibly excited, and uh, what a difference uh, a few months makes. 
Tim, as you know, Chicago is a Bears town, no matter what Cubs or Bulls fans think at, at the time. But um, it, it is a town that loves its Chicago Bears. Uh, and you are now the voice inside the stadium of Soldier Field. First of all, congratulations. And second of all, I'm sure you're getting a lot of media requests now because this is this is a big deal, Tim. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been a, an interesting morning, that's for sure. Uh, it's, it's a quick way to add a thousand Twitter followers in a few hours <laughs> to, to have the bears announce something about you. But um, you know what? It, I'm again, I keep using the word fortunate, but uh, it was two years ago, almost exactly that I was, I was wanting one time. I wanted to do one of the major four sports, not, not like a whole season, like one actual event. And then I got the Pacers job. And then the last two years have been just nonstop good news for me so I, i'm i'm thankful i'm honored with a, a you know a team with the tradition and the history that the bears have and the stadium has and even their past pa guy was there for almost 40 years so um this is uh big news however you want to slice it and i'm i'm grateful to get a chance to uh, give it a shot what does this mean to you tim you know um i haven't had a whole lot of time to to process that but my goal has always been in life and anything I do to uh, communicate creatively and effectively and to do so at the highest level. And I think it would be hard to argue that there's, at least in the sports world, too much bigger than uh, the Bears and the, the higher ends of the NBA and things like that. So in, in that respect, I feel like there's some accomplishment there and that, that I'm proud of that. And it's uh, not just as easy as talking. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you have a good voice. Obviously this is the job you're going to do. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into that to, to try to, to be good at it. And so um, in, in that respect, I'm, I'm honored. And, and then because this is a, a team that I've followed for the bulk of my life, uh, it's going to be really freaking fun. <laughs> Um, you know, it's like, uh, I would do this. Don't tell the bears for free. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to watch games anyway. I might as well be there getting paid for it with a great seat. So in in that respect, I, I, I just absolutely can't wait to get started. Jim, as you said, I mean, I know the voice of the Bears. I had to look up his uh, name this morning, but Jim Rebrandt has been doing this for 38 years. And even I have in my head, there's a timeout. Where? On the field. <laughs> like, he is a part of the experience, and you are now that. First of all, have you asked him whether you can do that? Do you even ask that? Do you, do you move on? Like, how do you kind of handle replacing him? Well, part of that is up to the game day presentation team, and they've been – very, very welcoming to my ideas and thoughts and, and, and my style and not wanting to, um, you know, do something that somebody else is, but also not wanting to recreate the wheel if you don't have to. And so all of those things are still open for debate and uh, we're, we'll be working through those. Now, the slight advantage is that we won't have fans, but at least the first number of games. So uh, those back and forth wouldn't be happening anyway. Uh, but like it was with the Pacers, my goal is really to honor the past as best we can, but also acknowledge that this is a new era, this is a new person, and we're going to move forward with some new ideas and new things. And so um, hopefully it'll be a, a nice combination of both. And, but unfortunately, you're never going to make everybody happy with whatever you do. My, my Twitter timeline is already littered 
with half the people saying, do the timeout thing. <laughs> the other half saying, you got to get rid of that already. <laughs> so, you know, you're never going to make everybody happy, but we're going to do our best. Well, Tim Sinclair, for a lot of people that see, you know, you get to go to the bubble, you got to the Pacers last year, you get to the Bears this year. This might seem like a quick rise. and it, You know, it is happening quickly in a short amount of time. But for you and your career, is this a, a quick rise for you? You know, that's hard to say. It's, it's one of those, like, 11-year overnight sensation kind of things. It feels like, you know, I, I started in, I think, 08 or something with the Illini doing a baseball game. They let me give it a shot, and I was terrible, I think. But they let me come back and do it again uh, in the fall with soccer, I think. And so by the time I decided that, you know, maybe I could make this a career, uh, I, I suppose it has gone pretty quickly. Like I said, two years ago, I had zero professional experience in the big four. I had the fire and I've been doing them for seven years. But beyond that, I, I really didn't have that experience. But uh, all of a sudden you get the Pacers job and then you go to India with the team and you meet the NBA brass there and they like you and they ask you to come to the all-star game and you do well at the all-star game and the bears like you and then you get called to the bubble and the wall i mean it's just it's one of those things that's really kind of spun out of control but in the best possible way so it has been quick uh but also it has taken a lot of work and a lot of time to sort of uh, you know hone your craft and and to do it well and you know i i wanted the the illini basketball job 11 years ago uh and that's what i was applying for whenever cation took over but I think he had already been hired, and they went that direction. That's that's great. Uh, but it gave me a few years to to work on some things, and when the time was right, it, it came my way. I was going to say, how, how much better do you feel you've gotten in the last couple of years, or is it just you took advantage of the opportunity, or is it a little bit of both? I think it's some of both. Um, you know, my my voice hasn't changed much. My my style and delivery probably haven't changed a whole lot. Uh, but there is a there's a definite mental aspect to the game of being able to do the right thing at the right time in the right way and especially in basketball and, and football as well that happens very very quickly as, as the game's playing out so uh, I've been given more opportunities to get better at that and to, to do it in front of people who can make big decisions <laughs> so uh, I think it's probably a combination you know it, it, they say it's all about who you know, and that is true. It is all about who you know. But when you know those people, you still have to do the right thing at the right time. And so hopefully I've been able to get a pretty good combination of both. Tim, I you also, right, um, you auditioned for the Cubs and got a tryout, right? Like how did that impact you? Yeah, I did. I They had, in 2011, they had about uh, 3,000 people apply on YouTube for that job and i did it kind of as a joke um i had done nothing other than uh, illinois softball at the time and we were doing a radio bit i'm like i should apply for the cubs job well i made the top 25 and then i made the top four and all of a sudden you know i'm at wrigley meeting the ricketts family and ernie banks and everyone else that i think even though i didn't get it um that really led me to believe that man maybe i can do this as more than just a a hobby, sure. right? Uh, there are very few people who do it full time. Um, Gene Honda is about the only one I know of, and maybe Alan Roach. Um, but I went, well, if, if the Cubs think I'm good enough for second place, maybe there's another organization that'll think I'm good enough for first place. 
And I kind of held that in my mind until the fire gave me the opportunity. And uh, I've kept that with me. So, no, I didn't get the job, but um, I've gotten the rest. (laughs) And it's worked out pretty well. Can you take me inside baseball a little bit here, Tim, for people that aren't inside your um, profession, what is what are the keys to being a good PA announcer? If there's someone out there with uh, a Tim Sinclair-like voice, I'm, I'm sure that's part of it. you got to have the talent, but um, what is the key to some of those things? What are the skills you have to hone? Yeah, the voice is part of it, for sure, but um, the rest of it is, and, and it's more than 50%, are the other things that go into this. So I would say um, one thing is availability. Like when you're getting started, you've got to be able to go to events and say yes, say yes to as many things as possible. Um, That's what I did. You know, I literally have done every single Illini sport that has a public address announcer um, because I was available. (laughs) Like, well, he could do it. Ask him. And if I'd said no very much, they probably wouldn't have asked me very much. <laughs> but because I said yes a lot and I was able to do it, that gave me experience. Um, humility is another part of it, I think, and, and being easy to work with. Uh, there are certainly in the upper echelons of what I do a lot of prima donnas who want things a certain way. And if it's not that way, it's going to be a problem. And they're just difficult to work with. And uh, what I found with the NBA certainly is that they they want you to be really good, but they don't want to have to worry about you. Sure. And they don't want to have to cater to you. And so if you can be the kind of person who is willing to not only not be a problem, but also help, you know, like, hey, can I help you write a script? Um, hey, I'll, I'll move these chairs around. You know, just tell me what to do. I'm, I'm, you're paying me. I'm here. I might as well be of some service. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, that's a big deal, too. And then the other part, I think, is just reading the room. So many PA guys, I feel like, are, you know, from, from the old movie, they're always turned up to 11. Um, and there's, there's no, that's not real. If, if, you're, if you don't read the room, you might say the same thing, but you certainly don't need to say it in the same way all the time. A three-pointer in the first quarter of a close game is very different than when the home team hits a three with 60 seconds left in a, in a tight game. Uh, and so if you can truly reflect, reflect what the crowd is or should be feeling in that moment and not always be the exact same person uh, in every situation, I, I think you're going to go a long way. Uh, how, are the, how are the sports different, Tim? Because I would imagine basketball with its free flow um, might mean you need to be on your P's and Q's a little bit more like at all times um, compared to maybe like soccer or baseball or, or football, which is more intermittent, I would imagine. Uh, soccer is easily the easiest. <laughs> I mean, soccer, you, you basically go watch a soccer match and occasionally you have to talk. Uh, you know, all you're doing is mentioning goals, cards, and substitutions. And in the pro levels of soccer, there are only three substitutions per team. A lot of times it's a 1-0, 2-1 kind of game, so there's not a whole lot of goals. So it's, that's fairly simple other than the pregame and halftime stuff that, that you would have to do. Basketball definitely have to be, be on it because I'm keeping track of not only who made the basket, who the foul was on, but how many fouls on each person, how many fouls on each team. And I'm kind of my own stat keeper and spotter for basketball. So your, your eyes are open and moving all the time. I would say football is the hardest, though, um, because you're expected to give lots of information in a very short window. And um, so, you, so you have the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. So technically, you should say what happened offensively, how many yards were gained, and then the down and distance for the next play. 
also who made the tackle on the, on the defensive side, and you have to do so in about 20 seconds. Uh, the hard part is you're very far away, and it's not always easy to see. So that's when your spotters come in handy who can say, hey, 22 is a ball carrier, 58 on the tackle, and then you're converting numbers to names and saying, you know, whatever applies to those names, and then gain of three on the play, second and seven for the Bears at their own 33, or, you know, whatever it is. And you got to do that fast because the NFL has rules about when you can and can't be talking before the next play goes off. So uh, that you're, you're tired at the end of a three-and-a-half-hour football game for sure, uh, whereas basketball, it's a lot, but it's, it's a shorter amount of time. Yeah, and football, all the penalties. Uh, you got to know all those signals, I'm sure, as well. Yes, that's right. Uh, Tim, I'm wondering, you know, you hear the PA in the in the background. Do you, like, judge PAs when you're at the airport? Like, do you, do you judge how well they're doing? <laughs> I tell you what, um, there's lots of things on my bucket list uh, to do. Uh, the Olympics would be one. Uh, the World Cup would be one. The voice of an airport is another. And uh, I, I don't know that I necessarily judge them. But I always go, who is that person, and how do I find out who hired them? Because <laughs> I don't care where it is. It can be in Philly. It doesn't matter. I just want to be the voice of an airport, and uh, maybe one of these days I get that chance. It's a big audience. It's a, it's a big, continually changing audience. So that, that is a big-time job. Right. I'm sure it's, the pay is terrible. But <laughs> to just say, hey, I'm the voice of O'Hare or Midway or wherever, you know, at Tampa International or wherever I am right now, that would be a whole lot of fun. Tim, can I ask you about the bubble and the wobble? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I know you want to be a part of history, and while the NBA is pulling this off, the WNBA uh, is pulling this off, um, you know, I know you had quarantine, all of that, but to actually be a part of it, um, what was that like for you, being in the bubble for all these seating games? <laughs> Unbelievable. I wouldn't have traded it for the world. It was, yeah, quarantine was long, and it was no fun, but man, it's, the experience, I, I kind of knew how I thought it was going to go. And the games, you know, we had a lot of great games. And then at the end, some really bad games because nobody cared. And it was the end of everybody's bench. But the experience of being in that space with all of the NBA teams, all of the NBA officials, um, and then a, our crew who was operating game day was incredible. Um, you'd walk by. LeBron or Kawhi or Paul George or whoever often because they're all in the same place and they can go wherever they want for the first time in their lives, right? When, when they go to play in Chicago, for example, or stay in a hotel, they can't wander <laughs> because there are people around who would, you know, come up to them and they need security and all sorts of things. But here in the bubble, they can do whatever they want. And so, you know, Paul George is on the dock fishing and LeBron and AD were sitting at the restaurant. I was in a table right next to them and they're just chatting it up and talking. And so, that aspect of it, um, I, maybe it'll happen again if there's another, another bubble, but I can't imagine another scenario quite like it. It was fantastic. What was it like to, to be in the arena? I know we've talked about this before. You're announcing basically to the people there, and we can hear you in the background, but what was it like actually being in that environment with the virtual fans and just the players, the coaches, and the media and staff? It was a little weird at first, but um, the NBA – I thought did a really good job of um, trying to make it feel like an actual game. They did have the crowd, you know, the virtual crowd and they had the, the noise actually. And I know on TV, uh, sometimes it came through, sometimes it didn't, but in the arena, it sounded really good. It was in surround sound. So you could hear chants 
coming from different sides of the arena. You could hear the rise and fall of the crowd. They were banging the sticks together during free throws. Um, and so it didn't sort of take long to trick yourself into thinking you were legitimately in an arena. And, you know, I'm a fan anyway. So when you're a fan of the game, you're not really focused on the crowd as much as you are as what's happening in front of you. So, you know, once the game started, the ball was tipped. It wasn't too difficult to, to jump in and just do uh, business as usual. Those personal moments, like, what will you tell, or I guess when you get home, I'm sure you've talked to your kids, but what will you tell your kids? Like, is it, hey, I went to the bathroom and this NBA All-Star was next to me in the urinal? or what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, maybe you saw that tweet from a few weeks ago. Like, I, in the, the main arena, the bathrooms were hard to come by. And so there were certain places they tried to direct you, but everybody was kind of using the same thing. So I'm literally uh, in the bathroom in between games, and I hear them say, what's up? And I turn, and it's uh, Damian Lillard. I'm like, hey, what's up? (laughs) So we talk for 30 seconds. You know, there's not a whole lot you say while you're standing there. But, but yeah, stuff like that is just so bizarre. You know, swimming laps with uh, Zach Zarba and the – other NBA officials, uh, Leon Wood, who played at the 84 Olympic basketball team, is an, an, uh, an official now. You know, he and I would sit down and have long conversations about ball and uh, what it's like to be an official and all sorts of things. So those types of conversations you're never going to have anywhere else. And the officials, you know, they're used to traveling every day. They come fly into a city, do a game, catch a plane the next morning, and they're gone. But in this case, they were all in the same place for three months. So they, they would stay up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning by the pool, just having a great old time. And a lot of times we'd sit out there and, and talk with them. And, you know, I'm, I made a bunch of new friends that I never would have expected. Yeah. What, what was the wobble like comparatively, Tim? Because I know that that sport has actually grown in interest and uh, they have some young stars who are uh, really interesting. I know Sabrina Inescu got hurt there, but um, what, what was that experience like so far? So far, so good. And I'm glad I get to come back for a few more weeks. I've been here about 10 days and um, it's, it's different, but a lot of, there are a lot of similarities. They don't have the crowd noise piped in here, which uh, is a different kind of atmosphere. You hear the squeaks of the shoes, the bounce of the ball, the girls talking to each other, and that's about it. Um, So that, that's a little different, uh, but I don't think most people know this. They keep saying you know, at IMG Academy, which is where, of course, all these football and basketball prospects come out of. But it's not there at all. Uh, The players are staying there (laughs) and they're practicing there, but the games are played um, at a a place called Feld Entertainment Studios. And essentially, it's a big TV and movie soundstage. Hmm. And it's giant buildings designed for shooting film, but they've set up basketball courts and lights and it's, it's a TV show basically is what it is. So you walk in and uh, it's set up like a basketball game, but it's designed exclusively for television. And so that's been kind of fun to sort of see how, how all that happens. And when you don't have all the trappings of a crowd and halftime entertainment and all these things at the quarter breaks and TV timeouts, it's literally, this is a TV show. And so everything we do is designed around that. Um, it, it's been a different but uh, equally cool experience. Well, Tim, I remember talking to you mid-March about, man, what, what's what's going to be there? What's what's your industry? What's your profession going to be like uh, over the next few months? And 
can you imagine that this would be it? Because I, I know it's weird that in 2020 is, you know, all this bad stuff is happening, but um, it's nice that some good things are happening to you, right? I mean, that's, I, I know it's got to be a weird feeling, but as you look back on this year, um, it's been crazy, but it's led to some great opportunities. Yeah, I, I certainly am incredibly lucky, and I, I do I, I don't take it lightly that I'm able to work when so many others in the industry are not at the moment. Um, I never would have guessed, you know, come March 1, that it would have lasted this long. I think we were all hoping, hey, a few weeks, then maybe a few months, and now here we are in, in August, almost September, and it doesn't seem like there's <laughs> much of an end in sight or at least a, a plan to, uh, to figure it all out, but... Um, I, I feel like I've been fortunate enough to, to be a part of history in the last 12 months, the first ever NBA games in India last October. And then we had the all-star game, which was different this year because of Kobe and they did the Elam ending and changed a bunch of things about that game. And then was at the big 10 tournament when it got canceled and had to announce to everybody that they couldn't come back the next day. And then, um, you know, then the bubble and it's, so it's just gone on and on and uh, I'm having the time of my life. And I hope it doesn't stop. I, I, I hope COVID stops, but I hope the opportunities for me don't. Well, Tim, hey, congratulations on, on all the success. Um, it's It's been awesome to see this, man, uh, to someone that I think is obviously really good at his job, but also just a really good dude that does it the right way. So congrats, Tim, and always appreciate the time. Hey, Jeremy, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to be on. Just a big congratulations again to Tim Sinclair. What a huge deal it is. As a Bears fan myself, uh, you might not know the names of some of these PA announcers. As I said, uh, Jim Reban, I didn't know his name before, but I did know his voice. And uh, he's part of the game day experience when you go to these games or even if you're just watching on TV or listening on radio. As a Bulls fan, I do know the name Ray Clay. He was a huge part of your experience at these games. You know, uh, Gene Honda. I was in you know, my front yard saying, number 35, Frank Thomas. You know, you think of Ray Clay, your Chicago Bulls, and you hear Sirius in the background. They are a part of your experience, and Tim Sinclair is now going to be that for all Bears fans. He is for Atlanta basketball fans right now, and, of course, uh, he is for Pacers games as well. Uh, what a rise in this business for Tim, and, and just getting to know him uh, the last couple years uh, couldn't happen to a better guy. So I've really enjoyed my time getting to know him, and it's cool to see his rise in this business. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Hope to have some more uh, like it coming up here. I got some more ideas in the work for the podcast and just bringing you some different kind of stories uh in this way and uh i just thought it was fun kind of diving deep with tim there on just some of the mechanics of this as well of what it's like to be a pa announcer the difference between some of the sports so hopefully you enjoyed that if you don't already subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts we appreciate that rate us review us that always helps us out and i got to give you another reminder this month uh, we're not we're not slowing on content. I hope you've noticed that. We continue to pump out some content, and Derek and I were on a, a call earlier today about some ideas we got moving forward. So even though we don't know when football exactly will start yet, sounds like January possibly, we don't know yet when basketball will start, hopefully November. 
hopefully November. Um, but we have plenty of content to get you ready for it and to dive into some of these topics of what's going on around the sports world. Obviously, we've done this on the podcast as well, everything in the Big Ten. If you didn't uh, listen to the Adam Rittenberg podcast, go back and listen to that one uh, because he wrote a big piece on Kevin Warren and the Big Ten uh, today that uh, a lot of that we covered in the podcast as well. Uh, so right now at the site, though, you get 50% off full year of annual subscription. Your first year of VIP access for $50 off. Actually, a little bit more than $50, but 50% off right now. Sign up. We have more recruiting information coming, more analysis of everything going on in the Illini sports world. Always appreciate your support, especially through everything going on. We're going to continue to work hard for you to bring you the content you want and maybe some of the content you didn't know you wanted, uh, maybe like the Stim Sinclair podcast. But it was a lot of fun. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Enquirer podcast.